Having a good time, John, Josh, and Alex. Trenchant analysis, John, Josh, and Alex. Good, good friends, John, Josh, and Alex. The final fantasy. Welcome back to the Final Fantasy podcast. I'm your host, John. With me, back again, we've got Alex. How you doing, pal? Doing great, John. Good, good to, to see, see you. See you. Good, to see you. <laughs> good to have you back, man. Good to have you back. Joshy boy, all dressed up. Uh, Nowhere yeah. to go, baby. No. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm here. We were work. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. so you just came from work, I think. The real work yeah. begins. Sorry, I wanted to bump it up a little bit. It, was, uh, it sounded a little quiet in, oh. my, in my headphones. Bump it up. Bump it up. Bump, bump, bump it up. Well, guys, uh, yeah, first time all three of us in the winner's circle in a while. It's been mm-hmm. a while. Feels good. Feels good. It's been a been a been a mean clip. Uh, Alex, because Alex, you're well, kind of none of our seasons are really going how we hoped. <laughs> I don't think. I think I'm the only one who's mathematically eliminated. Yeah, and me and Josh are more <laughs> realistically eliminated. Just what, not are you, what are your records? Seven and six. Seven and seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven and seven. That was because I was two and seven and won five straight. You were what three and something? And yeah, I've won three, three, three straight. Yeah, you won three. Yeah, yeah. 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 But there's so we're, we're hanging in there. Yeah, but, uh, it's going to be a lot better on paper than it looks. But I don't think it's going to be a tough, tough, tough sledding to get into the into the postseason. Yeah. Uh, as many of our listeners know, we are sadists and we like to do our championship later in the season than most do. Some have already started their playoffs. Um, and some have already lost in uh, brutal fashion based on the play of some some star players. Um, and I, I don't really like to do this this early, but I'm I think we need to start. There's an episode, an episode of the Panic Room. <laughs> sure, let's it's kick not off its own the thing. <laughs> yeah, let's kick off the episode. Uh, we'll get it out of the way quick. Uh, I'm gonna throw one in there, and I know it's injury uh, main thing. It's Justin Herbert, Josh, Justin, Justin Herbert. Uh, uh, yes, done for the year. Uh, getting uh, his little fingy mm-hmm. is getting surgery done on it. Oh, he keeps breaking them fingy. <laughs> he really does. Uh, another quarterback added to the the pile of uh injured uh players but really i mean the season started out pretty well the last three weeks have has come crashing back to earth i mean as far as wins and losses are concerned this team hasn't been very good uh all year but uh, as far as fantasy output i mean even the green bay game you know we had a great game uh the detroit game he had a great game uh you forget that detroit game was that insane oh. high scoring affair yeah um, but since then, yeah, 12 points, 8 points, and then last week, 1 point. Obviously didn't finish the game. Only 96 passing yards and an interception. Uh, Josh. Yeah. I mean, the, I know we put Eckler in the panic room. Or do we leave him in the too-soon saloon? I keep forgetting about the too-soon uh, saloon. He's in the too-soon saloon. Yeah, I think he's got to go out now. You know, he's yeah, back out he, with he the sh- touchdown. He showed know? me just enough to, yeah. to stay out. He finally kind of came back around, so that was good. But um going to have to get a little more production out of him because Justin Herbert's in there. Justin Herbert, though, I mean, not just based on the injury. I mean, just based on the last three performances. Yeah. Are we just gonna, are we just putting him in the panic room now before uh, before next season? I think He it's is safe. in the infirmary of the panic room which is a little nicer it is um, so it's all very nice <laughs> yeah. and that's the main thing it's yeah. all super well i mean nice. if he's out for the year why do we need to put him in the panic room well you know my thing is that's just, next year's panic room's problem i guess that's true hmm. so you know what let's true. just let's just leave his ass in the too soon so maybe it's like a scared straight thing like yeah. this is where yeah. you're gonna don't get hurt up. next year we're just gonna have yeah. alex like give him a walkthrough alex is the warden i mean concierge of the panic room warden slash concierge well we're all do it just but like you do it mondays and tuesdays josh does it wednesday thursdays i do it friday and saturday and then we alternate sundays Mm, (laughs) i'll have to talk to my lawyer (laughs) okay well josh is your lawyer fuck (laughs) (laughs) you guys can have this conversation off there though i don't want to take too much that's attorney client privilege yeah but you're yeah you're right putting him in the panic room now is a little bit is a little bit hasty. We'll have to see. Maybe it's a little mean. Not not necessarily hasty. Uh, but Brandon Staley, though, the head coach of this team. Oh, can we throw him in the panic room or just throw him off a cliff? Yeah. Throw him on the unemployment line. Yeah. It's, I mean, has he been fired yet? No. No. He wouldn't. How? He I mean, be. I mean, at this point, I guess firing. But yeah, get him out of there. Get, get that bum out of town, yeah. man. That team is such garbage. They just consistently underachieve. If yeah, you haven't been remarkable. fired at this point in the season, it's, I think you're probably good until 
Yeah, next Black Monday. Yeah, maybe. whenever they just yeah. the season ends. And they oh, just unless fire you're uh, Bill Belichick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but Bill Belichick's fine. He's not going anywhere. Are you sure about oh, that? No, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think sure he's about that? Back. I would doubt it too. I, I mean, it. I wouldn't be surprised I, if he did. I think he'll say that it's like a mutual thing, but I don't think he's coming back. Well, they have to say it's a mutual thing, though, right? I mean, yeah. it's just like when Eli Manning got like benched on ceremony, so they're like, you can't do that. Well, <laughs> I think they'll probably want to take GM away. Like, they'd probably take GM away from him and let him still coach, but I don't think he's going to say, yeah, sure, let's do that. Like, I think he's, no, I'm going to I don't want to do it. I'm going to go. Do you think Bill Belichick coaches another team, or do you think that uh, he retires? Do I think the Carolina Panthers exist? Ooh. Yes, I do. <laughs> I of think... course there's a team dumb enough to hire him. Yeah, I, I, yeah, he would go somewhere. But I mean, I just say, would he want to go to Carolina? Well, how much, how bad does he want that wins record? I get, yeah, that is but true. That, yeah, I mean, that does not seem as close as it once did. If it goes to Carolina, it might take another ten years. Yeah, there, <laughs> you so. could die in Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's, it'll be interesting to see. What other coaches do you think are on the hot seat mm-hmm. coming out? I was saying, I want to get your take well, on Eberflus. Eberflus, but yeah. I mean, they did win. Yeah, they've been playing better, so they I, have. I think he's okay if they. Oh yeah, they beat the Lions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> like none of these teams can like get it together yeah. for more than like a week. So it's just two straight losses for Philadelphia. Or no, wait. It is two. Straight yeah, two for straight for Philadelphia. But granted, they were playing San Francisco and Dallas. Yeah, the two best teams. But and Dallas I mean, does look very good. Yeah, but I mean they're gonna have yeah. to play these teams in the playoffs if they want to make it back to the Super Bowl. So. I mean, and then the Browns get a win. Uh, who's the other one? The Vikings are still in the playoff picture. Yeah, three with their to nothing. Three to nothing win. Yeah. It's pretty gross. Yeah, the playoff uh, the, situation. The right NFC now. North is bad again, baby. Yeah, but the Giants. But two teams have playoff spots in the end. Three teams have playoff really? spots in the end. Yeah, I think the Packers have the seventh seed Do right they? now. Yeah. Well, God, yeah, the rest Hang of on. the. I'm looking at it. I'm, Here we go. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but yeah, right now the. Uh, Packers would be the seventh seed. Yeah, uh, the Vikings are the sixth. Yeah, yeah. The Eagles drop wow. to the fifth. Yeah, and Detroit has like the third seed. So Detroit, Minnesota, yeah. and Green Bay. Well, Detroit's oh, still three or two games uh, up in the division, which is funny. Yeah, because they do not look very good right now. And I mean, they'll turn it around. Or you know, I guess I can't say that they should turn it around. Uh, but I, yeah, dude, it's like ugly, ugly for how bad they are. Three teams in the mix. Hey, the that Bears panic can... room still open to kick a list of middle. Uh, what the hell? A certain <laughs> Mister kick a little um, Jared Goff into. Yeah, oh, let's bring him into the mix here. So, but before we do, let's let's look at the tape here. Let's look at the stat sheet. Let's eat some tape. Let's eat some tape. I love eating it. It's delicious and it's hard to swallow, but I like it. So, um, in the last. In the last three games, uh, so this is Chicago, New Orleans, and Green Bay. Obviously, they're one and two in that uh, that stack here. Um, the touchdown numbers aren't terrible. So five touchdowns over the three games, but five turnovers in those games yeah. as well. Three fumbles against uh, the Green Bay. Two interceptions last week against Chicago. And a fumble. Yeah, and a f- oh, Was there a fumble? That's a huge fumble that, like, no, it's I mean, not they listed couldn't move on... the ball in the second half. Yeah, it's not listed on the statue. I mean, maybe they credit it to the center, but it was Tom's yeah. fault. Hmm. That's what. That's where the Bears got separation. Yeah. Because so neither team was moving the ball in the second half. Count that, fumbled too. Fumbled it on the snap. Let's just say five. six turnovers to five uh, touchdowns. Uh, 17 fantasy points against Green Bay. Not terrible. Not great. 16 against New Orleans. And then six against the Chicago Bears. Uh, decent season from Jared Goff. Decent. You know, it's this is kind of what he does. 21 touchdowns so far, 10 interceptions, three fumbles. Obviously, five of those turnovers were in the last three games. Uh, so, you know, just around half of the total. For him, are you comfortable rolling out Jared Goff in your fantasy playoffs, Josh? Uh uh, but I'm, I'm going to give you some other names. And again, because we can't tell yeah. who's on everyone's team. But I mean, if you got, you know, if you'd picked up Kyler Murray, if you've got Baker Mayfield, uh, Jordan Love is coming on. Obviously, he threw up kind of a stinker last week. Yeah. But like just taking some of those names, like some of the guys who maybe were lower tier a few weeks ago who have now kind of bounced up. I think to answer your question directly. Tommy DeVito. Ooh. Hey. Touchdown, Tommy, Tommy DeVito. Uh, I, I'm not more confident starting him or any of the other guys that you mentioned. Um, I mean, I think if you take out uh, last week against Chicago, he's been p- 
pretty much what you expected probably for where you took him in a draft. I mean, he hasn't been remarkable, but he's had a pretty good, you know, floor for you in terms of uh, fantasy production. So, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I'm, I'm probably rolling him out there over the guys that you mentioned, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's a closer call. Yeah. Yeah. See, I agree with you. I don't know if I'm ready to throw his ass in the panic room just yet. Uh, who do the Lions have this upcoming? Denver? Denver yeah. yeah. I mean, again, we said it. A matchup that a few weeks ago, you're like, yeah, easy win. Now isn't so looking much. so solid here. This Broncos team is one game behind the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC West um, and probably has a playoff spot, too. I haven't seen the AFC side of things. Uh, or at least I saw it. You know, they put it up on the TV on Sundays during games. I don't pay all that much attention. I think the AFC wildcard might be a little more. They would yeah. be out as of right now. Because oh, every wow. team in the north in the AFC, I think, still has a winning record. Yeah. yeah. And the, yeah, bil- the, the Bills one, two in a row. have a winning record. And they're in- seven and six. Yeah, they're not in it either. Yeah, yeah. they're on the outside looking in still. So, yeah, I mean, so it's if you're in the NFC and you're a bad team, then, like, hey. Then, hey, you're in the NFC right. and you're not in Philadelphia, hey. Dallas, or San Francisco. I mean, you'll still have to, yeah, you'll still have to uh, go into Dallas, San Francisco, or Philadelphia in order to do anything fun in the playoffs. But, um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a whole fun, fun thing. Uh, but, Alex, I guess I'll toss to you. Jared Goff, are you throwing him in the panic room? Uh, yeah. Just to teach him, teach him a thing or two about a thing or two? I mean, I, it, it looks like the... The line on him for the last basically two years is that, you know, he doesn't turn the ball over. That's kind of disappeared. Yeah, especially um, of late. And it seems like the more flustered they're getting, the more he's going back to the old him, you know? Yeah. See, for me, it's like watching those games. So uh, it's weird because, you know, it was fun in the beginning of the season with the, the new coach whose name escaped. Uh, Campbell. Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell. Um, you know, going Dan for Campbell. it, Dan Campbell, yeah, oh, Matt Campbell. and it's his third year. Yeah, it's third year. <laughs> yeah, it's not new coach, but you know what I mean, newish. Um, but this feels like kind of the first year where it's like, okay, stuff's starting to settle in. Um, well, last year I guess too, but uh, you know, going for it a lot, I was like, yeah, okay, cool, like that's fun, you know, that whatever. And then the the Packers game came along, and. Some of them was a little it's questionable. It's great fun when it works. It's not yeah. fun when it doesn't. But like even some of the spots where they were doing it, because like the one against the Packers on Thanksgiving, it was a fake punt. I'm like, I mean, if you're going to go for it here, why yeah. do the fake punt? It was. I mean, most of the time, his going for it on fourth down makes sense. Even yeah. It's frustrating when this was, get but it. this punt, the fake punt did not was make any well sense. back in their own territory. It was like a five yard to yeah. go situation. I'm like, if you're going to go for it, just line up and go for it. Yeah. Is my situation. Mm. But even in that situation, I was watching that game. I was like, why here? Like, yeah. why now? I mean, I, the game wasn't out of hand at that point in time, but it got out of hand after that. But it's like, I don't know. It's like the... the no, there are still... I like being more aggressive yeah. as a coach, but there are still situations where, yeah, you have to punt the ball. Yeah. And it's like, you know, 11 carries for uh, Jameer Gibbs this last week. So, I mean, he is still staying involved, but it's kind of becoming not quite to the level of the Bijan situation, but it's like, okay, you know, I get it. Uh, Dave Montgomery's having a good year mm-hmm. and you know he shouldn't be written out of the game script entirely but maybe right in some plays yeah 10 carries for David Montgomery 11 so I mean pretty split down the middle maybe put in some new funner stuff for Jameer Gibbs maybe get him a little more active you know he's still getting the touchdowns and stuff like that and this is kind of off the fantasy track for me because Jameer Gibbs is still a very good fantasy asset but I don't know. This Detroit Lions team is becoming a little worrisome. So it's a it's one and two in the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we said it every time they've played here to where you can watch them without having to go to a bar. No, I mean, they played they that New Orleans game. They played the that one was on, on too. regular TV. Oh, game. yeah. That one was. As, as okay, the season's yeah, gone on. Kind of a mixed bag. And they've had a good record. They put those games more on Fox, especially if the Packers or Chiefs aren't playing at the same time. Or the Chiefs are generally on CBS, so that doesn't really matter. Yeah. So if the Packers aren't playing and the Lions are good, they'll probably play the Lions. Yeah. So we'll have to keep an eye on that moving forward. But tough matchup against the Broncos. But you know, if they can get right, you know, Broncos aren't an unbeatable juggernaut or no. anything. So they have to. They play the the Broncos, the Vikings twice, and the Cowboys. They got to win two of the four. Mm-hmm. I'm not holding out much hope against the Cowboys. But then again, you never know. They've the Cowboys have lost to some bad teams. They have. But they gotta at least win two of those four games, or it's t- tougher to win the division. Yeah, that Cowboys team. I just really, want really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that, I'm, <laughs> they look really good. Basically, they have to win two of the three yeah. non-Cowboys. Yeah, 
It'll be tough, but not impossible. Uh, some injury updates here. Keenan Allen. Did we figure out who, if there was any other coach that's going to get fired? Oh, yeah. Is there any mm. other? I mean, Eberflus. That one's weird. That one's weird to me. I mean. I think LaFleur is still good. Yeah, I don't think LaFleur is going to go anywhere. That team's. I think if they were at a crater, like they, like they yeah. might have earlier, they yeah. would. But... They turned it. They turned it around. <clears throat> Vrabel. Probably should be fired, but the marvelous Mister Marvel. I mean, Mrs. that team Rabel. is only kind of okay because they got still the win. There. I mean, they got the comfort buying win against Miami, which I was, was like, a crazy oh. last four minutes that game. Yeah, I saw that that uh, Derrick Henry last second touchdown ended the hopes of a lot of people in either their fantasy matchups regular or fantasy playoffs. So that was a big, big touchdown. Yeah, that kind of messed some people up. Uh, what yeah. about Arthur Smith? If they don't make the playoffs, I think he gets fired, right? If they it's make, it's crazy the, that they get, mm, that they might still make the playoffs. Yeah, I don't Cause know because who? Because the Tampa Bay winning, so Tampa Bay has the they're division all like at the moment. Th- I think yeah. they're. I think every team in that division, other than the Panthers, is six and seven. Yeah, but I think Tampa has the playoff like spot. the playoff spot yeah. by like half a game right now. Yeah, they'd be in. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Well, I mean, Atlanta. Let's 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 do that for a second because this is a little bit fantasy relevant. Uh, the Falcons Bucks game. So you're playing the Buccaneers who are a team in your division, who are very close to you record-wise, to keeping you from getting, which, I mean, my God, any of those teams in the playoffs is laughable. But fine, you know, you still got to do it, whatever, play the game. Um, You see, like, a little bit more. Bijan Robinson's gotten more involved. Drake London, big game. Kyle Pitts scored a touchdown. Bijan Robinson got on the ground. But on the same flip of a coin, we're still using these other players in critical situations and you lose for me. I think that like, yeah, because it's pretty much right now miss the playoffs. I think you got to get fired. I think that he lost, he lost that game. Yeah. Yeah. His coaching decisions lost that game for that team. And I think it's specifically, and this is not because I'm a B. John Robinson owner or any other player. I think it specifically comes down to you're not using your stars. Like what's the point? Yeah. A few weeks ago, it was whenever Bijan sat out that game. It's like, well, I want him to be healthy for like the end of the season. Like, okay, great. You should tell the 49ers that with Christian McCaffrey because they're using him a lot. And he's scoring a buttload of touchdowns for them and helping them win games. I mean, the thing why you spend draft capital in a high position on a running back is that, like, or any kind of skill player. And a tight end. Is you got to use them a lot. And then because that's that's the way you guys all agreed to set up these stupid contracts. Mm -hmm. So. There's really no point in taking him that high and then not really using him for a year. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Pitts was a top ten pick. Bijan Robinson was a top ten pick. Where was Drake London taken? Yeah, can you look that up? Probably near the top ten. It I had guess. to have been near yeah. the top ten, but let's see. Let's he was see. selected eighth overall. So in the twenty twenty three, three top ten picks, three offensive skills players in the top ten. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to have. They need to be. I mean, you go back just to that team, like when they would get, um, you know, when they got like Matt Ryan and um, like Julio Jones and those high draft picks, like they immediately kind of made an impact. And like, yeah. it's been yeah. for, I mean, Kyle Pitts has been three years, Drake London, it's a second. Like, yeah. And it's still like, what are you waiting for? Yeah, what's the thing here? So just to break this down, so Bijan Robinson had 10 carries in this game, 34 yards. Was definitely big in the passing game, five catches, another 54 yards. But Tyler Algier, not Algier nine carries, Cordero Patterson, three. So almost split evenly in the carries department with Tyler Algier, who Tyler Algier is a perfectly fine running back. He's not B. John Robinson. Yeah. That, that's sh- that shows. Watching yeah. B. John Robinson in the passing game, in the running game, he is the better back. I mean, if Algier and Patterson were all you needed, why did you get B. John Robinson? Yeah. Jonu Smith had seven targets. Jonu Smith, seven targets, caught four of those for 27 yards. Uh, how many targets did Kyle Pitts have? Not. I mean, he did get in the end zone. That is a known. But it wasn't as many three catches for 57 yards so i mean he did a lot more with them because again he's a better player than johnny smith and like hey i'm a i'd like johnny smith six targets for kyle pitt sorry i was i was in the process of looking that up you're fine drake london on the other hand though 10 catches in this game so huge game from drake london but where has he been all season long like i know there's been some injury stuff but he he has played you know he's he hasn't been 
a complete after afterthought. Yeah, eleven targets, ten uh, or eleven targets, ten catches, one hundred and seventy-two yards. Uh, this is his second hundred-yard game of the season. Uh, first since week six, only two touchdowns on the season. Um, yeah. So you're seeing like McCole Pruitt, Caradoro Hodge. And like I said, I know you can't throw to the same guy every single time, but like, yeah, why not just target the shit out of Drake London and Kyle Pitts? So yeah, back to the the main thing. Yeah. Not using your stars correctly. And what it was 29, 25, I think it was the final. Yeah. K dot and scored the, the go ahead at, at the end. Um, but Atlanta outscored them in the fourth quarter too. So it's like, I mean, lean on your stars yeah unless you really want to save them for the play you're just hoping for that like to just barely get into the playoffs and then you'll unleash the (laughs) full might they'll be more dangerous than dallas philadelphia and san francisco combined don't give them the game tape yeah Bijan's legs will be so fresh no man can (laughs) stop him yeah but yeah arthur smith yeah obviously we'll just back to it doesn't doesn't make the playoffs should get fired really agree yeah any other names on that list for you, Jonathan Lee? No, I mean the only guys I think should be gone are um, uh, who who's the Chargers coach? Oh, Staley, yeah, Staley, yeah. yeah. The and fact that yeah, he should yeah. be gone now. Like he should have been gone like, yeah. a couple weeks ago. But yep, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, something to keep an eye on here. But yeah, Justin Herbert out on IR. Tyreek Hill injured his ankle against the Titans. Did come back. Uh, does have a questionable designation. Probably will suit up for that. Uh, Keenan Allen is out this week. Already, already listed as out with a heel. Uh, honestly, if I were Keenan Allen, I just want to be out entirely. Just like, just shut it down. I want to be out to dinner. <laughs> shut it. Ooh, good one, John. <laughs> uh, Alexander Madison uh, went down with an ankle injury uh, in yeah against that in that terrible god awful game against the raiders Ugh. uh still has a questionable but questionable designation but does appear to be out so ty chandler should be an ad here um i don't think you should expect a lot from ty chandler i really do, i just this team is just not good it just hasn't no. worked all year the running game just isn't good ty chandler has gotten in the end zone though on the ground which is uh one more than alexander madison's had all season so mm-hmm. definitely something to keep an eye on uh kenny pickett has kenny pickett been put on ir yet I think he has. I'm not I sure mean, if he is. I know that it, the ankle is still there. Um, if he is, yeah, I'm not sure if he is. No, he is just listed as out. He is officially out this week. He is mm. not on IR yet. They are saying that he might be able to come back by week 17, which, hey, man, get after it. Uh, does this Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco is like one touchdown pass away from having more in two games than Kenny Pickett has all season. <laughs> Well, <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, what a I fun can't think of a more lateral move between Pickett and Trubisky than yeah. I mean, it's literally no difference. Mm-hmm. In my mind. I agree. It's the same picture. Yeah. Uh, Deontay Johnson is also dealing with, uh, I believe, yeah, a knee situation. He has a questionable designation uh, going into the season or into the season into into week fourteen. Uh, something to keep an eye on. He should play. Devontae Adams also has a questionable designation, but uh, both of those guys are leaning towards playing. Uh, so something to keep an eye on with uh, Thursday and Fridays of practices. <laughs> DJ Moore, Josh, your boy DJ Moore, uh, dealing with a little ankle injury. Um, looking to be questionable going into it, but uh, it'll be something to see what happens as far as like the practice situation for that too. Um, that came after the game though. Uh, DJ Moore did have uh, probably his best game of the season, not counting that incredible <clears throat> blow up against uh, Washington. Yeah. yeah. Super fun, super fun rushing touchdown in that game. Uh, any other, any other big injuries, Josh, any on the, on the horizon? Oh. I don't think so. Um, yeah, Devon Achain, I think, is still carrying a questionable designation, but he did play last week. So that is, uh, I think that's just more of a safety concern. For yeah. So, uh, HN. A lot, a lot of questionables to keep an eye on. Maybe mm-hmm. most are too. Um, it's late in the season. It's late in the season, game. It is. They're getting banged up. Banged up, baby. Well, guys, uh, that'll wrap up our first portion. Any anything, anything else you guys want to discuss? Anything you want to get off of your chest? You know? uh, oh, you want to talk about the? Uh, well, let's talk about the the Chiefs game, Bills game. Oh, oh. do you want to talk about someone being? It, it's official. The Chiefs are now annoying to me. I mean, they've been <laughs> annoying to me for a couple of years. They've now. been vaguely annoying to me for a while, but the pissing and crying. Yeah, about like. 
hey, how did you win the AFC last year? Mm-hmm. How did you win the Super Bowl last year? Mm-hmm. Was it some late questionable calls? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So what, I mean, what? correct calls, but like, yeah, the you weren't you weren't that upset when the referee interfered. Yeah, and when it yeah. goes your direction. Also, I mean, it was objectively the correct call. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. you can't argue yeah. that. Point. And it's a, it's a stupid penalty to come. I mean, yeah. you're Dumb. standing right on the line, nowhere yeah. to stand. He was like a, at the ball, if not, yeah. but beyond it. I mean, like that's, yeah. and I mean. What so I I played wide receiver in high school and in like pee wee football so like you know it's and for like, the Giants for a couple years yeah Giants for a mm-hmm. couple seasons not the New York Football Giants but uh, the, the little, little Giants, Giants. The Tokyo yeah. Giants. <laughs> the Tokyo Giants but whenever you line up whenever you get to the line you re, you you know you put your hand out to the side judge and they'll let you know if you're beyond the line or whatever so but I like what they're saying is like it was so egregious that like. Which I agree with. I'm like, if it's that bad, like that's on you. Like, yeah. like why should the offense get another? I'm like, yeah, another thing here. Like they don't tell the offense or the defensive line when they're lined up in the neutral zone. They just throw a flag. Yeah, and sometimes right. give you a free play. Well, and which... the thing was, they were saying, well, he didn't get called. I mean, he was offsides a lot during that game. He didn't get called for it earlier. Like, okay, that's not <laughs> like, that's not a good excuse. Yeah, like, that's like yeah. the same thing as like getting a, you know, a. Well, well, it was like the first game against Detroit in, back way back in September, where that guy was lining up way off the that that lineman was lining up way off the line, and they didn't call it until like the fourth quarter. Yeah, and they were all upset about it. But it's like, well, yeah, like well, the picture of that's so funny because I can't remember that offensive lineman. I think he's number seventy four. Seeing how far up Tony yeah. was to how far <laughs> back he was, like there was probably five yards between the two of them. <laughs> there was like a funny like. Twitter meme where someone was like, I can't believe they called this, and they just like photoshopped him like, yeah, half, like halfway yeah. down the field, yeah, just like <laughs> clear beyond. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was so when someone said that he was so far above that they would have called the defense for too many men on the field, <laughs> which for Kansas City that seems to be the way it goes. But also, if I remember correctly, I think they were trying to get into field goal range, and they that was the first play of the set of downs, right? So they had three more downs to get into field goal range, even after that. Yeah, because it went call. wide. I think I don't remember the exactly the circumstances. Well, no, it's the, that it called off that incredible. Yeah, the touchdown. insane touchdown. No, no, no. I know. But Josh but is saying like they still had. They, no, no, yeah, yeah. Three more they cracks. Were, yeah, so that's on you. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Third Even long. if it was the wrong call, like, yeah. no, do your job. I mean, it was the right call, and yeah, you're right. They had at least. Yeah. If it wasn't first down, it was second down. Yeah, it wasn't at anything. least it two, wasn't yeah. probably three more shots. I don't remember the exact uh, circumstances. But, yeah, I, I'm on the side of, like, hey, yeah, call it. I mean, Kadarius Tony has caused, cost them at least two games now. So, yeah. if well, not Well, and more. just the them whining about it just makes it seem like they're like, well, why don't we should get these calls? Like, it's not that, like, they want it to be more fair for the, the league. It's not like, well, no, we deserve to not get those calls. Yeah. Whenever they the showed him, like, Going up for the handshake with Josh Allen and so just walking away, he's like, "Worst, worst fucking we're, call we're ever." And I'm like, and he's like, "Offensive offsides." I was like, "Well, I mean, he was offsides." I was like, yeah. "I mean, he was." I was like, "What? You can't. It's the proof's in the pudding." I mean, there's yeah. a picture right there, like, yeah, unfiltered. Like, come on, baby, like, stop complaining, get over it. You're still probably gonna win the goddamn Super Bowl. So, like, whatever. It's like, but they did say, and I, as I was watching the game. I told Sarah, I was like, I was like, is this? I was like, when was the last time they lost two in a row? And they immediately said they haven't lost two in a row since like 2019. Wow. Yeah. So you haven't lost more than one game back to back in like what three seasons or whatever, four yeah, seasons. And so like I get it, but like you're still eight and whatever, eight and four. Yeah. Five. They're like eight and five. I think. Are they eight five. and five? Hang on. Yeah, check that out. I think it's eight. The and Bills four. are seven and six. Eight I and think they lost five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight, eight and five. five. But they'll be, they'll be. I mean, they'll make the playoffs anyway. Yeah. And like, they're gonna make. They're gonna be contenders for the Super Bowl for at least the next ten years. Yeah. So for me, it's like I get it. You know, heat of the game, all that shit. But then it just continued. Yeah. Into and his again, press conference. I'm sorry, but like I remember that AFC title game, that out of bounds hit on Cincinnati. That was the correct yeah. call. But I understand being a little like. Ah, that's kind of a bad way to end a game like that, but it was the right call. Yeah. And I don't remember what the call was in the Super Bowl, but wasn't there it was a, pass a similar thing it late either, in the game? It was either... That def- just set up the field goal for them to win. It was either defensive holding on a corner yeah, of the receiver or just straight like up It seemed like probably the correct call, but like, yeah. hate to have a game It was. That, see, that like way. that one, yeah, I mean, it was pass interference was always one of those ones. It's so like, eh, you know, because it's like sometimes yeah. they call nothing, sometimes they won't call it if he, you know, was wearing them like a coat. 
But so the one in the Super Bowl, it's like, yeah, on the face of it, it's like, eh, you know, I can see yeah. them not calling it and letting them play. I can see them calling it. But deep. nobody seriously doubts the legitimacy of that Super Bowl. Yeah. Game. Yeah. Just, I know? mean, just the week prior, you know, he's talking about the pass interference call against the Packers, which, yeah, it probably should have been called, but it wasn't. If it gets called, do they probably win that game? Yeah. But a, pl- a couple plays earlier, they got a very good or a very bad call on their end with the hit out of bounds when he was not out of bounds. So, yeah. like, hey, you know, like tit for tat. There's always going to be bad calls. What, one what way are or you doing? When you get, you're the Chiefs. Why are you let? Why are you so close to the Packers? Yeah. Why are you so close with the Bills yeah, this if year? If you're so good, if you're so good, beat the teams out. Yeah. Do what you did like the last couple of years and be up forty points by the third quarter, and then you don't got to worry about it. It's fine. Well, we could talk this into the ground, guys. But uh, we're going to do a quick break. You're going to hear our voices talk about a thing, and we'll be back with Starts and Sits, Alex's Picks, and a little bit of fun or torture, depending on if you're Josh and Alex. We'll be right back. And we're back. That was close. I really, I, I wish we could just do an entire podcast episode about the about the Chiefs call. Honestly, that would be really, really funny. Don't listen to him whine, though. Oh my God, is he the only one that's really come out and said anything? I haven't heard. Any... Well, Andy Reid said some stuff. Too. Yeah, no, was... well, whatever. Andy, Ooh, you know, different sport, but Draymond Green is suspended indefinitely. <gasps> no, I can't remember what show I was watching, but it was it was probably like Saturday Night Live, like weekend update, and they're like talking about some high school basketball coach, and they're like. He like yelled at a yelled at a student, yelled at a player, and then threw an elbow at him. It's like he's been suspended from his high, high school basketball coaching job and sent back to the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> picture of Draymond Green. Uh, well, guys, it's it's that time. It starts and sits time, and the Human Skin Book knows that the season's almost over. We've only got a few more weeks, man. Mm-hmm. A few more weeks to do starts. Does it and get sit. more powerful as the season goes on, or less? More. Okay. Oh. It becomes more powerful than you so could ever. So what? Imagine. It's at its weakest in like week one training camp. Yeah, training camp's when it's at its weakest. But like, if you're going in season, week one, week two, he is like he's gray. Like, see how pink he is. And, like, but he's not like a ba- he's not like a newborn baby. <laughs> no, no, his skin is still wrinkled, and there's still uh, okay. yeah, the red eyeball in the middle. But he's very gray. You know, like in um that uh always sunny episode when they're bleeding frank dry to like they get like the buckets of blood and then he comes in he's like really gaunt it's kind of like that situation so he starts so it's his winter at the beginning of september yeah and now is we're going into his spring it's springtime right now yeah it is springtime and he fly he just just flopped open on my desk or i guess we're getting into summer yeah it's summertime because he's it's he's he's about to eclipse well he goes into like hibernation and he gets like really yeah. veiny too. Yeah, the like veins are really popping, dude. He is angry that the season's coming to a close, but he's also like happy because he you know loves it because there's some stakes, some real stakes, guys. And we're gonna start off this week with his pick for quarterback. His pick. His pick. Well, I guess his it's pick. pick. Is he talking yeah, to you now? It's John? pick. It's genderless. No, it kind of speaks to all of us. All okay. of your picks are are written down like with a flying magical pen. Oh. And it tells us what to do. Uh, guys, my start this week at quarterback. Uh, rough game on Monday night, but I'm still rolling with Jordan Love. Uh, didn't hit the double digits uh, that week against the Giants. Um, did come back in that game late. Did hit the touchdown. I don't think it's time to jump ship quite yet. Still averaging 22 points in four games prior to this Monday night matchup. And he's got a great matchup against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who have allowed the second most passing yards in the NFL on the season, fifth most fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. I'm starting Jordan Love. Josh, who you starting? Who you sitting? Ooh, John, I I'm feeling a little dangerous this week. <laughs> <laughs> Are you feeling dangerous enough to eat a sandwich so, with banana peppers? Oh, <laughs> I'm starting Mr. The fifty thousandth most spicy pepper of all time, Mr. Unlimited himself, Russ Final Wilson. Final Fantasy podcast. That's right. <laughs> That's right, baby. Uh, Russ ain't Russ ain't been cooking. He been grilling these last <laughs> few weeks. Uh, oh God! Going up against Detroit. Uh, that Detroit defense a little better than last year, but there's still some holes there. I think he continues uh, the ride this week uh, going up against Detroit. And I am sitting Gardner Minshew, uh, Minsanity. Uh, I think. Remember Linsanity? Remember that? I, I do. <laughs> uh, it feels like so long ago. The, the summer of Linsanity. 
Um, no, I, I'm sitting uh, Gardner Minshew going up against the Steelers. Uh, that defense is pretty good. Uh, and Gardner is uh, very hit or miss, but he's had some good games, but I do not see it this week. Yeah, banger bus for that Gardner, constant Gardner. The constant Gardner. Oh, man, that, uh, we've already done that episode title. I think The master Gardner. I think we did constant Gardner when he was with Jacksonville. Okay, not back to the drawing board. Alex, who are you starting? Who are you sitting this week? Like constant uh, Gardner? You're not a fan of Rachel Weisz? No, I love it. <laughs> um, I am starting Matthew Stafford going against the Washington Colmandor. Um... Uh, he has had a very good last couple of weeks. He's surprisingly, when you mention all the quarterbacks who are out and have been out, um, who are done for the year, you just expect to see his name on that list. Yeah, you figure but it he's not. Like he's only missed one him. game this year. This last three weeks, he's scored. He's thrown ten touchdowns and only one pick. Mm-hmm. Um, going up against the worst uh, fantasy defense against quarterbacks, so I like starting Stafford. Um, and should I say who I'm sitting, or did we? No, you can say you're okay. sitting. Sitting Jared Goff for reasons we've already discussed a lot. Um, I'm not saying I'm gonna how I'm gonna pick that game, but he has not been trustworthy with the ball, and it has shown up on his fantasy score. Yeah, um, as you demonstrated with the last couple weeks, ending with uh, last week. So yeah, sick off. I'm gonna give you some names here that the Broncos since week five, some quarterbacks that they have kept in check: Josh Allen, C.J. Stroud, Jordan Love. And two against Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah, Goff, tough start, tough start there. Uh, I'm sitting this week. I mean, I don't have to tell you to sit Nick Mullen, so just don't do not do it. Um, but I'm sitting Trevor Lawrence this week. Uh, came back last week, six days after the high ankle sprain. Didn't think it was going to happen. Tough matchup against the Browns. Uh, through three picks. This is the first time he's thrown that many since Urban Meyer was the head coach, so not that long ago. Um and didn't really hit that top 15 mark. Did finish with three touchdown passes to, to save his day and keep that floor uh, strong where it is. But tough matchup against the Baltimore Ravens coming in. Um, they've given the fewest touchdowns and fourth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks this season. This is, if you are in your playoffs, it sucks, but this might be like must sit territory for Trevor Lawrence. Um, so if you are in a situation like that, uh, streaming option here, uh, Jake Browning, Jake Browning, uh, this Bengals team, I think we said it on the podcast, they're dead to rights, you know, after losing Joe Burrow. Since then, they've just won. Yep, they've won two straight, and he's been fantastic uh, for how the game started when he his first start, very slow, very you know not taking any shots. Then all of a sudden, started taking some shots down the field, and they started to hit. Um, Topped twenty three fantasy points in each game. uh, Week thirteen, three hundred fifty four yards, two seventy five last week, two touchdowns and a rushing touchdown in each game. Uh, along with uh, just about a, an 80% completion percentage. Jake Brown, a solid streaming option this week. Um, also starting Justin Fields this week as well. I like that matchup. Uh, but yeah, Nick Mullins, don't do not do it. Don't do not do it. It doesn't matter how desperate you All are. Right. Just, uh, don't. Start Browning. Don't be frowning. Don't be, you won't be frowning if, if you, you start, start Jake, Jake Browning. Browning. Oh, my God. Uh, this week at the running back position. Yikes. Uh, I am starting Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, love it. I mean, coming in, Ramondi Stevenson uh, is still out coming up, but he has really stepped in and kind of been the guy here. It's not been pretty. You know, this team is not really winning any games. Well, I guess they well, they lost that 6-0. Game they won the last team. week. Yeah, they, they did. The they blew up. They, they blew up the chicken man in Houston. <laughs> See, I can't do it. I can't do it as well as you can, Judge. Uh, but really safe floor for Ezekiel Elliott. Wait, no, you're talking about the Patriots, right? Oh, uh, so yeah, they beat about the Pittsburgh on Thursday. Yeah. Oh, week. who who was I think? Who beat Houston? Who beat? The oh, Jets. the Jets beat the crap out of yeah. Houston. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about, talk about <laughs> Mr. Wilson, Zach, Zach Wilson's, Wilson's war. war. Ooh. Oh. I think we know. I this think we have to end the podcast. episode title. Yes, <laughs> but whenever you do the the titular line, uh, yeah, Ezekiel Elliott against the Chiefs. The Chiefs have allowed four point eight yards per carry this season to running backs. Um, even if they're losing, I don't think that they go away from the run entirely here. Um, and you know what? I'm kind of hoping that there's some more bad calls and the Chiefs just drop another game. You know, I hope they just drop all of them for the rest of the season. You know, just really rub it in. Uh, but yeah, I am starting uh, Zeke this week. Uh, 22 carries, uh, eight targets. Um, really, really great. That's what we call elite volume. So Bijan Robinson doesn't get that type of volume. Imagine if he did. Imagine what he could do if he mm-hmm. had that. Type Imagine of a world. Imagine that world. Josh, who are you starting? Who are you sitting? Well, John, speaking of elite volume, uh, I am starting Joe Mixon. Uh, 
been a uh, volume uh, king the last couple of weeks. Nineteen. Uh, he's a king. volume piggy. He's he's hogging it up, <laughs> scarfing up those opportunity. Uh, yes. Um, nope. Uh, going up against Minnesota, I think the Browning experiment uh, has worked out well so far. So I think it keeps rolling against. Uh, uh, not so good Minnesota team. Uh, I am sitting, on the other hand, uh, Gus Edwards. I think it is now Keaton Mitchell's time in that backfield. Uh, he'll get a few carries here and there, but uh, the Gus bus is broken down. Yeah, it's, it's in, on the side it's of the in road. need of parts. Yeah. Uh, it's like out in the middle. Scrap. What's his bucket from uh, that one movie is living in cars? It. No. <laughs> No, uh, into the wild. It's that bus now. The oh. Gus bus is currently being occupied by bears and oh. uh, Emil Hirsch's character from oh. whatever that guy's name okay. is. Okay. Yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm trying to do your thing, but it's not working out. Alex, who is turning you sitting this week? Uh, I am. It's a tale of two Jameses this week. Uh, first is a little controversial. I'm going to start uh, James Cook, Captain Cook, uh, against Dallas. <laughs> See, that was good. Mine are too long. <laughs> well, you pick a depressing movie. <laughs> no, I just like, into the wild. <laughs> the bus. <laughs> Gus Edwards is going into the wild. He's like the bus of that movie, and Josh goes, cars? <laughs> no, into the wild, you know? Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, James Cook against Dallas. The, they've been running, you know, Dallas is a good defense, um, but they that kind of offense is sort of running through James Cook right now. A little bit. He had uh, yeah. New offensive coordinators really helped him out a lot. Yeah, had uh, a lot of. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, <laughs> they've used him both rushing and throwing a lot in the recent weeks, and he's done pretty well since the new offensive coordinator. And I also think that that um, Buffalo's in survival mode, um, and I think they're going to be pulling out all the stops. And I don't like James Conner. Do not start him against San Francisco. Not had a bad year, but it's a bad team. San Francisco is very good. Don't do it. Would you say you're not bound by Connor? I don't know that I get the reference. Bound by honor. Uh, Whatever. Whatever. Would I say it's Pritzy's Connor? (laughs) Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> yeah, there it is. No, guys, we're having way too much fun. Let's 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 uh let's get a little more like <laughs> I'm getting in focus. Uh this week, guys, I'm sitting I'm sitting Devin Singletary. Uh what's the word? I'm like uh, perplexing. Strange. Mm-hmm. Hard to wrap my mind around. This backfield baffling. This backfield makes absolutely no goddamn sense. Um Singletary starting at like before week 13, it was like, this is Singletary's backfield. Damian Pierce, get the hell out of here. Now, uh, in week 13, Damian Pierce doubled him up on carries um, and got the goal line work again. So it's it's just swinging back and forth. Week 14 was back to Singletary. Um, I just don't know who I can trust week to week. I don't like Singletary this week. Inconsistent usage um, and a tough... Tough matchup against the Titans, uh, allowing just 3.2 yards per carry since week 10. I'm sitting down Devin Singletary. Uh, if you need a steeper streaming option, Josh, you said his name earlier, Keaton Mitchell. Uh, I like him. This is still a three-back backfield, which is tough to tell, but Keaton Mitchell does seem to be the most explosive. Um, 10.9, 7.2 fantasy points um, here in two straight games. Um and has led the Ravens' backfield here in carries and targets. So, And the Jags' defense had been stingier to running backs, but the last two weeks they've really, really struggled. So I think that this is a high upside streamer in Keaton Mitchell. Wide receivers. I love it. I love it so much. It hurts. It makes me feel like Jalen hurts. See, God damn it. I just can't do it. Whatever. I'm just going to give up. I'm done. Uh, this week, guys, I'm starting Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton. Uh, crazy. Another insane touchdown catch last week. The dude just likes scoring touchdowns. Um, yeah. It's, a, a, you know, three games this year without a touchdown. So, I mean, in fantasy football, I believe I heard someone say, like, if you've got a guy that's scoring touchdowns, put him in the game. Play him. Play him, Play him in the game. Uh he has the the Lions have allowed the fourth most yards to receivers since week ten and the second most touchdowns. Um, and this is a this is not a tough defense or a, a rather this is a tough defense still. Um, so this could be throw 
throw early, throw often for them. Uh, I like Cortland Sutton this week. Josh, who are you starting? Who are you sitting? John, I am starting uh, either Cooper Cup or Puka Nakua. Whoever one you got, start them up. Um, I like them both. Uh, the over-under in that uh, game against the Commanders is 50 and a half. So somebody's going to have a good game. Um, could be both of them. Why not? Uh, I say stardom. Why not? Uh, I am sitting Jordan Addison. Uh, maybe something to keep an eye on. Uh, I think right now uh, Justin Jefferson is uh, listed as likely to play, but something to keep an eye on. Maybe changes my perspective on him a little bit. But for right now, if uh, Jefferson is active, uh, Addison should be subtracted. From your lineup. Damn it, you're good at that. Alex, who are you starting? Who are you sitting? Uh, I'm going to start Devontae Adams on Thursday night in a barn burner of a matchup with the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, if he's healthy, I like him in that game. He that They had that shutout to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. But he still had, I think, seven or eight catches and was the lone bright spot in a very, very uh, dark afternoon for that offense. But I like him against the Chargers. Dark. Uh, I don't like Chris Godwin. He bounced back a little last week, but I don't like him in Green Bay on Sunday. So sit, start Adam, sit Godwin. Sit him down. Uh, guys, this week I am starting, or sitting rather, George Pickens. Uh, what else can you say? Exactly what I said about Cortland Sutton is he's getting in the end zone. He's getting catches. George Pickens just is not. No quarterback on this team has the ability to throw, ball, throw the ball downfield. It's kind of George Pickens' thing. And he's not very good at getting separation either. So, uh, yeah, just it's just not there, man. It's just not there. Uh, six targets last week was okay, um, but it's yeah, it's not there. Uh, Deontay Johnson's clearly the go-to guy here in the red zone, so he's not even getting those looks anymore. Sit him down. Uh, some deeper streaming options here. I like Odell Beckham Jr. against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I also like Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed continued his touchdown scoring uh, this last week on Monday night, uh, ran four times for 38 yards and a touchdown and 10 targets, eight catches for 27 yards. Um, you know, obviously the yardage isn't great, but he's getting in the end zone. And same thing we said about Cortland Sutton. If they're scoring touchdowns, why not play him? Have some fun with Jaden Reed. Tight ends. Oh, how we love them. Our favorite position, actually not that bad of a uh, situation this year, uh, but uh, deeper options here uh, would have been, but now he's the starting tight end for a team that likes to throw to tight ends. Uh, Isaiah likely. Uh, Josh, are you likely to start Isaiah this week? Uh, uh, if I didn't have better options, yeah. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, who's your starting <laughs> tight end? I, ha- I have Jake Ferguson. Oh, so. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we'll see. But, yeah, I had a great game last week. Uh, I had him on my bench. But, uh, you know, I think uh, Lamar loves throwing to him. Yeah. So. Well, here we've got two games uh isaiah likely without mark andrews uh six targets uh in one uh last week seven targets 83 yards and a touchdown in that one so floor ceiling yeah great on both uh both situations um solid tight end i think it's a solid matchup against the jacksonville jaguars too plug them in have fun josh are you starting who you sitting John, I am starting one, Evan Ingram of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, got into the end zone a couple weeks ago, said, I like the way this feels, decided to double up last week. Uh, so he was the tight end one last week, the tight end three the week before. I think it continues against what I see as a shoot up Sunday night in Baltimore. Like it. Are you sitting? Oh, uh, yeah. I am sitting uh, Hunter Henry of the New England Patriots. Uh, frankly, I could stick a period at the end of New England Patriots, and that's all you need to know. Uh, but going up against a uh, stout Chiefs defense, uh, I am sitting Hunter Henry. Yeah, two touchdowns on TNF last week, but only three targets. I just, I just yeah. you know, you see the touchdowns, and you're like, eh, I, no, I don't like it either. Alex, he's starting a tight end. Who are you sitting? Uh, I'm going to start Trey McBride. I know I mentioned earlier that, that Cardinals-Niners matchup is not favorable, but since uh, Kyler Murray has come back, um, I mean, Trey McBride had that one game a couple of weeks before. Um, yeah, came the Clayton Tune game is his only bad game where he, so far. Where, well, no, and he blew up that one game. Yeah. Um, and then Kyler Murray has targeted him, I think, at least nine times in every game since. Um, and I think that what little output you're going to get from the Cardinals, you might get a, a decent uh, enough. Uh oh. Who just walked in here? Uh oh. <laughs> 
Excuse me. <laughs> the door's over there, Josh, Madam. Josh, if you have to take personal calls, do it outside, okay? My pleasure. Uh, so, start Trader Pride, sit Patrick Fryermuth. Well, we're calling um, Patrick. Pat- he's in the doghouse now. You know, he's been okay since he's been back. He had that one big game. Um, yeah, I'm just it was not, a while ago, yeah. I'm not confident about him uh, going forward this weekend. I think they play Indianapolis. So I'm sitting Fryermuth. Mm-hmm. Mr. Fryermuth and starting Trey McBride. Is Trey McBride a second-year player? Or is uh, he I think he's second-year. Josh, can you check Trey McBride? Yeah, Trey McBride, before I move on, yeah, I, <clears throat> that dude is, yeah. The matchup, he's one of those matchup-proof tight ends. Like, I think at this point, the, the amount of targets, like, because it says if you have Travis Kelsey in a bad matchup, do you sit him? No. No, no, when you get a guy that's like that, this is this good and it's getting this many targets and it's scoring this many fantasy points. Like, yeah, it could blow up in your face, but I just I don't think it will. I think he's a solid player. And it is his second year. Yeah, second year tight end. All right, guys. Uh, before we go, uh, some defensive matchups here. I like the Atlanta Falcons against the Carolina Panthers and the Chiefs versus the Patriots. I like the Dolphins versus the Jets. Have fun with that one. And the New Orleans Saints against the New York Giants. Um, in the same vein, I'm sitting the Jets versus. Versus the Dolphins, I'm sitting the Cowboys against the Bills. I'm also sitting the Bills against the Cowboys, and I'm sitting down the Denver Broncos versus the Detroit Lions. That'll do it, boys. The human skin book is tired. He put his sleeping cap on, and he's going back into his little book nook. Oh, hmm, that rhymed. I'm happy about Gets that. Gets his beauty right. <laughs> that one makes me happy. And that only means one thing. When starts and sits are done, it's time for Alex to have his fun here we go <laughs> time for the fun to begin <laughs> thursday night los angeles chargers versus the raiders uh not a great matchup i'll pick the raiders um we have a couple games on saturday finally uh the primetime game is denver at detroit and i don't really want to pick that game but i'll go ahead and say denver oh. um Let's go Sunday evening. We have, what, Baltimore and Jacksonville? I will pick the upset, and I'll say Jacksonville defends home field um, over Baltimore. Philly, I think, is going to get right against Seattle on Monday night. And the game of the week, Buffalo minus two, take the Bills against the Cowboys. I think the Bills are playing for their lives. Uh, Those are the picks. The picks are in. The end. The picks are in. Alex has had his fun. Now it's time to torture you guys with Ooh. a little more trivia. Of the New York football Giants. Josh, just I, turn the sound. No, it's next door. Yeah, next door. The New York Football Giants. Hey, keep it down over there. The New York Football Giants aren't stationed here. Stationed. That's right. Housed. Whatever. <laughs> I guess some of them are in the panic Quartered. room. Some of them are in, in the panic room. Just go downstairs. Go in the basement. There's a big vault. I mean, a beaded curtain. In front of it. Yeah, that did it. Okay. Uh, you guys, you remember last week. Maybe maybe you remember. Not, re- not really. <laughs> last week, uh, last week uh, we did uh, quarterbacks who lead their franchise, specifically their franchise. So if they played for multiple teams, the stats that go to the other team don't count. Uh-huh. So we're going to do that again, but we're doing some running backs this week. So this one actually might be easier for you guys. No, it will not. It won't. Not for me. It's hard to say. I don't know that it will be. Yeah. Well, Josh, you did win last week, if you remember, which maybe yep. you don't remember that either. Because no one remembers it's anything. Been a long time. All this hard work that I put in, and I do for both of you, and you never remember it. Uh, Josh, since you do have uh, a harder time remembering something, and I do think Alex is probably going to take this one, I'll let you go first. And this one should be pretty easy. Again, we're going descending order. So this is going from the top rushing person to the bottom. Mind you, that's not necessarily a one-for-one, one, because some players played for multiple teams some didn't okay this first player didn't uh the dallas cowboys josh who was the all-time leading rusher for he the dallas for cowboys. Oh, <laughs> yeah technically he did but who is there all the cowboys all-time leading rusher um um oh my god he's also the all-time leading rusher just in general uh, i i know i know who it is do you why am i blanking on his name i'm having one of those moments. What, on your brain fart yeah um your brain is farting. I think I can hear it. If God, if we had the drops right now, oh boy, this is embarrassing. Uh, all right, 
just so we don't take 45 minutes on the please last week um <laughs> love you want God. me to start uh yeah well let, get, we'll get let alex let, let alex you take this one who's the cowboy Emmett smith it oh, is Emmett you. smith all right josh who is the chicago bears all-time leading rusher um walter payton it is walter payton there you go see alex this one should come to you pretty easily who's the detroit lions all-time leading rusher? barry sanders that one probably would have got it both oh what josh who is the los angeles slash san diego chargers all-time leading rusher he did uh, not play for los angeles he played in san diego specifically but they are the chargers in both oh uh ladanian tomlinson yep ladanian tomlinson is correct Alex, who is the Cleveland Browns all-time leading rusher? Jim Brown. Jim Brown. That's easy. See, this is this okay, is easy. maybe at the end. I don't know. Once we get down to the this bottom one, feeders, mm, this one I don't know about. Josh, who is the Pittsburgh Steelers all-time leading rusher? I'll just have to go with recency. Jerome Bettis. It's not just. See, I thought you were going to guess Jerome Bettis. Yeah. Jerome Bettis is. I, I didn't close, think be right. Really, um, but is not. Is Franco Harris? Yeah, Franco Harris. Is I always forget him. him. Yeah. So now we are actually getting to someone where there are multiple guys who did some damage for teams. Yeah. Uh, this next one is not any different. Alex, who is the Buffalo Bills all-time leading rusher? Ooh, we're talking about doing some damage, huh? <laughs> is it is it the juice? Is not the juice. Ah. It is Thurman Thomas. The juice is that number makes two. More sense, yeah. Josh, who's the Vikings all-time leading rusher? Uh Adrian Peterson. It is Adrian Peterson. Uh Alex, who is the Jacksonville Jaguars all-time leading rusher? This one? Fred Taylor? Yep, it is Fred Taylor. I thought maybe because like Maurice Jones Drew just wasn't there that long, and that's really the only other guy that was close. But yeah. Josh, who is the San Francisco 49ers all-time leading rusher? Um, Frank Gore? I don't know. It is Frank oh, Gore. Oh, okay. I was going to guess wow. Frank It is yeah. Frank Gore, yeah. Uh, Frank Gore is number three all-time. Wow. Mind you, yeah, because he played for many, many other teams. Didn't he just retire like two years ago? Yeah. yeah. Alex, who is the New York Giants all-time leading rusher? Um... Yeah, this one's a little bit more tough, too, but you know it. You know this player. Yeah. Barber? I don't know. First name? Uh, Tiki. Yep, it is. Tiki Barber, 10,000, almost like 10,500 yards. First name. You're going to Jeopardy my I, Well, I was thinking about it. I was like, well, there's multiple barbers. Maybe not for that team. Uh, you could have been saying Marion, the Barbarian Barber. Uh, Josh, who is the New York Jets all-time leading rusher? Um, This one you might not. Know. Man, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a. I'd like to guess if he. If he not a huge Jets fan. I'll, I'll, I'll have to pass. I don't okay, know. he's passing. Is you don't Cur get points. For oh, that's him. fine. Is it Curtis Martin? It is Curtis Martin, yes. I really liked him when I was a kid. Yeah, Curtis Martin's great, man. Great, great, great running back. Uh, Alex, who is the Rams all-time leading rusher? feel like there's two to pick from here but i'm gonna say marshall falk you would see oh that's what i would guess Ooh, too could i steal you can take it you you don't get a point for it but you can take a guess um eric dickerson it's not eric dickerson either oh wow. it's not because those are the two that i was yep so marshall falk ended up did what is really high in the rushing but he played for the colts for a couple years so he had like seven thousand. dickerson also played for the colts and the jets and some other teams so he had like just around 7,000 with the Rams. The all-time leading rusher is Steven Jackson. Wow. Big Steven Jackson, 10,000 yeah. yards for that team. Yep. Who also All played right. for the Falcons also. Yeah, because that's I did this earlier, and I guessed I guessed oh. Dickerson. And then I was like, Falks? Yeah, because Falk, it's very close between the two. But Dickerson, see, I got them by like three grand. I forgot that Falk you know. played for the Colts. Yeah. Uh, started out with the Colts actually, and then yeah. was traded. Edron James took his spot. Uh, Josh, who is the all-time leading rusher for the Tennessee Titans slash Oilers? The Juice. OJ. He played for the Bills, not the. He Titans. never played for the. And he played for the Oilers? Niners briefly. So. Yeah, but he never played for the Oilers. It really? is Eddie George. Eddie oh, George is okay. the all-time leading rusher. Alex, who's the Seattle Seahawks all-time leading rusher? Um, I don't think this is right, but is it Marshawn Lynch? 
It's not Marshawn Lynch. Josh, I would give you a crack at it, but I don't think you know who this player Probably not. is. This is kind of last, like, before your time. Well, he has, I mean, he's not like completely out. I'm of blanking it. on the name of the 90s guy. I mean, uh, so this was like right. the early 2000s player yeah. uh, who won an MVP award. Sean Alexander. Sean Alexander. Yep. Yeah. Lynch is actually number four behind Chris Warren and Kurt Warner. Hmm. Kurt with a C. Not I remember. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Josh, who is the Colts all-time leading rusher? Um, I'll give you a hint. I said his name not that long ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Eric Dickerson? It's not Eric Dickerson. Okay. He Edger did play and, for Edger and James. It's Edger and James. Oh, yeah. okay. The Edge. Alex, who's the Raiders all-time leading rusher? I'll say on this one, don't overthink it. Because there's been a lot of running backs for the Raiders. Yeah. Um Uh, Marcus Allen. It's Marcus Allen. That is correct. Josh, we're getting into that situation where I don't know how you're going to do. But who is the Green Bay Packers all-time leading rusher? I have a guess. If you didn't, if you didn't have it, Eddie Lacy. Not Eddie Lacy. Is no. it still Amon Green? It is still Amon yeah. Green. Okay. Alex, who is the Bengals all-time leading rusher? Um. Hmm. Um. Uh, I don't know. It is not Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon yeah. is third. It's not James Brooks. James Brooks is number two. It is Corey Dillon. Corey Dillon. Corey Dillon, mm. who won a Super Bowl with the Patriots. Yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Came in kind of late. Uh, Josh, you know what? Let's save this one for a tiebreaker. You're never going to get that one. Mm-hmm. I don't think either of you are going to get that one. Josh, who is the Baltimore Ravens all-time leading rusher? Um. Hmm. Another team with a lot of backs. I don't know. Deuce Staley. Deuce Staley never played for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. He uh, was a player. He played for. He was a player. He played for the Eagles and the Steelers. Do you want to take one more shot at uh, it for a player that actually played I, for the franchise? Uh, no, I, I can't think of anybody. All right, Alex, you got a guess? I'm sorry. I'm just listening. I think I hear. Yeah, I hear something too. Um, I don't remember what team the Ravens. Yeah, the Ravens. But just the Ravens since '96. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, not. Um, uh, it's not Jamal Anderson because he played for the Falcons. Um, you got the first name right. Yeah, um, Jamal Lewis. Jamal Lewis is correct. Moving on, Alex. Who is the Broncos' all-time leading rusher? Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis is correct. That might just do it. <laughs> Josh is never gonna get that one. <laughs> never gonna get that one. I mean, to be fair, John, when you do the thirty-two teams, it does sort of fry you a little bit. Yeah, it does. Yeah, but some of these players are just yeah, like they're Hall of Famers, but I just don't know if they've ever crossed Josh's periphery. Josh, who's the Carolina Panthers all-time leading rusher? Um, who's like a little guy? Uh, oh man. Uh, Steve Smith. Steve Smith is a wide receiver for the Panthers. Yeah. Their all-time leading rusher is uh, Jonathan Stewart. I was going to uh, guess Jonathan Stewart. Jonathan Stewart. Oh. D'Angelo Williams, a close second. Uh, Cam Newton, number three, actually. Cam Newton, number oh. three rusher for that team. Uh, Alex, who's the Chiefs all-time leading rusher? Um, uh, Priest Holmes? Nope, it's not Priest Holmes. Close, though. It's Jamal Charles. Oh, Jamal Charles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Josh Eagles. Eagles. I'll You're say, so excited uh, about it. <laughs> I'll say exactly the same thing that I said. I know. To him. I know. You Don't overthink said it. Said his name. Wow. I have not already said this person's oh, name. Oh, uh, Deuce Daly. It's not Deuce Staley. Deuce Staley is number five all time for the Eagles. LaShawn McCoy. Oh, yeah. Shady McCoy is the all time leading right. rusher. Uh, Alex, who is the Houston Texans all time leading rusher? Um, Arian Foster. It was Arian Foster. I was going to say, I think you had him on your fantasy team. How close is Derrick Henry? Uh, Derrick Henry doesn't play for the Texans. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought you said the Titans. Sorry. No. 
Derek, He's pretty I far guess, away. I guess we already did. <laughs> I guess if to answer your question specifically, for Derek Henry leading the Houston Texans in rushing yards, he is exactly six thousand four hundred and seventy-two yards away from being the Texans. How close leader. is he to the Titans one though? Uh, give me one second while I look that up. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jess. That was really really funny. <laughs> Derek Henry is number two all time for the Titans, uh, just a, around 9,000, 9,200 yards to 10,000. So ex- he may have broken it this season. I don't know if these stats Ooh. are updated on StatMuse. So he may be the all-time leading. Josh, can you t- check on Derrick Henry's all-time mark? Uh, I'm going to mercifully end this uh, here. I'm going to give Alex oh, one more. I'm going to give you each one more. I don't think, yeah, these are tough. Um, Alex, who's the Saints all-time leading rusher? Played in the early 2000s. Um, it's tough. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Deuce McAllister. Deuce McAllister. Yeah. Solid career. The Deuce is loose. I remember him. The Deuce is loose, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh, I'm going to give you one more. Oh, thanks. This is a Hall of Fame player. Played from uh, 68 to 74, the Miami Dolphins. Um, Number 39. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're never going to get Mercury Morris. Oh, holy shit. You actually named a player who was on that team with him. Well, he has the most memorable name. He does so. have the most. It's not. More memorable than Larry Zonka? Yeah, Larry Zonka is the name. But honestly, Josh, you aren't going to win. But I'm giving you a point just oh. because you said Mercury Morris, who was on that team. But right? I knew the right answer. Mercury Morris. Well, you were. You were come on, man. You, this was a kind of a landslide. Hey, what's the victory. Falcons? I don't think you did the Falcons. I didn't do the Falcons because I knew neither of you guys were going to get it. The Do you want to take a crack at the Falcons? Well, n- I mean, no. What is it? Gerald Riggs yeah. was the all-time leading rusher right. for the Falcons. Because uh, I know one, Jamal Anderson didn't play them long enough. No, yeah. yeah. He had a couple of decent years. Well, one great year. Yeah. Uh, the Commanders. Is any idea of the Commanders? I skipped this one, too. No. Played for the Jets briefly. John Riggins. Okay. Yeah. And Otis Anderson is the Cardinals. I was like, that was the first one where I was like, okay, like now we're in that situation where I'm like, neither of you are going to have any fucking clue who this person is. Alex, you take the day. You got anything to plug? Um, Listen to the Final Fantasy podcast every (laughs) Every week. week. Give it a shot. Give it up. Josh, I'll let you plug something too if you want. Uh, No, I'm good. good. I mean, no, I'll plug this podcast. Yeah, listen to it. <laughs> if you only if you feel like it, like you don't have to. No, that's not true. I, oh, you're right. You listen to it even if you don't want. Oh, to. okay. Uh, I actually did just look it up. Derrick Henry is those stats were up to date. So Derrick Henry's yeah. like 800 some yards away from breaking that record. So if he gets one more year, it might happen. He can do it. Probably one more year. Yeah, he's at 875 and 10 touchdowns. This is one, yeah, six straight seasons with at least 10 touchdowns on the ground. That's that's crazy. Derrick Henry, hats off, baby. Uh, guys, we'd like to thank Gunter Volker and the band Jack Hotel for our amazing theme song. You can find them on Spotify or Apple Music, anywhere you find your music. You can follow us on Twitter at the FFCast. Uh, we do starts and sits uh, before games. We'll be doing those now on, God, every day now, Thursday, Saturday, Friday, Monday. Uh, so if you it's need too any- many. It's too many too days. Many days. But if you need any uh, starter sit assistance going into your playoffs, or if you're in your playoffs, or hell, hell if you're just playing in your your what do they call the the losers bracket, if you need any help there, we can uh, we can definitely help you out. Um, Christmas episode next week. Big Christmas episode. It's going to be our gift <laughs> to you. But until then, keep on fantasying. Bye, everybody. Bye. Dangerous.